Welcome to C. diff spores and more with your host, Nancy Kerala. We are here to discuss C. diff, healthcare associated infections, and other related healthcare topics. Now, here is your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome to the program and thank you so much for joining us today on C. diff spores and more. We would like to take this opportunity to thank our sponsor, Clorox Healthcare. Visit the Clorox Healthcare website, cloroxhealthcare.com, and to learn about more about keeping environments safer with Clorox Healthcare. Today we are joined by C. diff survivors who are taking a step forward and being brave and strong enough to share their message with all of us here. And we just want to first off thank uh, Christine and thank Renata and thank Robin for uh, taking this time out of their, their day to join us today. And before we uh, welcome Christine to the show, I just want to give a quick overview of what is Clostridiotis difficile, also known C. difficile and C. diff. Well, it's one of the many types of bacteria found in the environment and intestines, okay, which we call the colon. Uh, About one out of 20 healthy people may carry this organism. C. difficile is the most common cause of infectious diarrhea in hospitals, long-term care homes, and in patients with the symptoms. When a person takes an antibiotic, some of the normal bacteria in the intestine die off, and C. difficile bacteria can multiply. This produces the toxins that cause the bacteria, which cause the diarrhea, abdominal pain, the fever, and severe inflammation in the colon. So what are the symptoms of C. diff? They're the watery diarrhea, which are three or more times in one day, 24 hours. It's the abdominal cramping, the abdominal pain. There can be fever. There can be nausea and loss of appetite. And we want to know who's at risk to acquire this infection. Well, it can be individuals over the age of 65. They're the highest at risk. And there's also individuals who've been in the hospital for any extended time, ones that are, are living, individuals living in a nursing home or in a rehab center after a procedure, uh, those who've had serious illnesses in the past and have a weakened immune system. And we also have everyone in the life cycle from pediatrics to geriatrics, they are all at risk. Uh, and how do we prevent C. diff, we can prevent it by limiting the use of our antibiotic, uh, which is given not to treat a serious bacterial infection. Uh, and please remember that uh, in, antibiotics are not effective on viruses, as they found out last year with the COVID-19. So we just wanted to give you a little bit of a background on the um, C. difficile infection. And right now, it was a, it's a pleasure to introduce Christine to the show. And Christine, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, Nancy. Well, we are so glad that you're here, and you know, and thank you so much. And we're so glad that you are feeling better, and your C. diff infection has been resolved now. Um, would yes. you mind just sharing with the individuals about how you were diagnosed with a C. diff infection? Um, well, I actually started dropping weight, um, like the year before I got sick and I 
I actually was just going through my records, and I had noticed I even went to the doctors, and they couldn't find anything. Um, but I, I eventually ended up, started, I, I did get sick. I was on a, Atlanta, a lot of antibiotics for a long time, and I started, I started with the diarrhea. I didn't really have a fever. There was horrible pain, and I was away at the time. I wasn't even home, and I just chalked it up to a stomach bug, which it's easy to do, but then the stomach bug never went away, and it, the pain was so severe in my colon and in my back, it, I couldn't move. I remember laying on the floor having to go to the emergency room, and and that's when they first diagnosed me with colitis, an inflamed colon, which I was pretty much a healthy person. So that was in November of 17, which we now know that was a misdiagnosis. They, they didn't check me for, they tried to check me for C. diff, but because they were giving me ice chips, they never could. They never could check me. But when a nurse described it to me, I was like, gee, that sounds just like what I had before I came in here. And then once they discharged me, um, naturally it came back. I had taken the medicine they gave me, which they put me, I think at the time, on Flagyl and something else, which didn't work. And then the C. diff came back and I got tested. They tested my stool and then it was back with the vengeance. So that's how it started. Okay. Well, thanks, Christine, for sharing that. And Christine, did you ever have more than one recurrence? And if so, what was the next form of treatment? Every time I finished the medicine that I was on, it would come back. And I tried everything. I was, I tried eating right. I tried all the probiotics. So I think originally I was on Flagyl and another, the, back then, they got whatever the guidelines said. Then I went to a gastro, and he put me on a very low dose of vancomycin. And it, as soon as I finished the treatment, it came back. And he didn't believe me, but I always knew. It, then every time I got sick, then I finally, and then I would go to the emergency room in between for dehydration, which I think all of us end up doing. So vancomycin is what I ended up sticking with, and eventually when I went in the hospital in December, I was admitted, and they put me on a very strong, I was on, I think, 2,000 milligrams of vanco when I came out. I was on a strong regime, which kept it at bay, and I was on that for many, many months. I'm so sorry about that, and then... Um, you had another uh, illness, another diagnosis pop up while you had C. diff, didn't you? Yes. So it was so bad that I had um, actually gotten sepsis while I was in the hospital. And I had a very good infectious disease doctor who I met. She actually worked for the hospital. I had tried to get an appointment with her, and I couldn't. But when I was a patient at the hospital, she was the attending ID, and I and she worked for the hospital, the medical center, so then I was able to become her patient, so she pretty much saved my life. But she was the one that helped me with the sepsis. It was horrible. I still have trauma today from it all. 
can only imagine. None of us can imagine that. And we're so sorry you went through that. And Christine, since the final treatment, um, well, number one, what was your final treatment that finally resolved the C. diff infection? Well, she told me I was a perfect candidate for the FMT, which they, the hospital actually used the pills. And uh, so we had tried doing it in February, but when I went off the Vanco, your, she had said you need to be off at 48 hours before the procedure so your gut wouldn't, wouldn't have the Vanco in it, which because it kills everything, she had explained to me. So she didn't want it killing the good bacteria that was I would be swallowing. But I had gotten physically... The C. diff was so bad, it came back within the 48 hours. I got too sick, I couldn't do it. So I, in September of 18, I did the FM treatment. I was able to go off the Vanco, which then I was down to 1,000 milligrams a day, which, to be honest, I felt healthy as a horse. I was fortunate I didn't get sick from it. I felt like Superwoman, and then I got the FMT, and I it worked. Yeah, fortunately, and now I just... Stay away from anything bad. Okay. Now the FMT were your with the capsules, correct? Correct. I swallowed thirty capsules right in her office. I think I had like ninety minutes to do it, but I think I, you know, I have no problem taking pills. To me, they were like as big as prenatal vitamins. So I took the pills, and I immediately felt better. Immediately. And then only, I think, maybe a, close to a year later that now all the sensitivities kicked in from just having the C. diff, maybe six months. So now I just have a lot of sensitivities from the C. diff because it, you know, it alters your gut, alters your body, exactly. alters your mind. Oh, and that's what I was going to ask you since the final treatment. Uh, and re- what resolved your infection, do you presently live with any lingering symptoms? Oh, I have many sensitivities. In fact, I've been allergy tested, but nothing shows up. But I have showed the doctors I've been to dermatologists, so there's many things I can't eat without my lips blowing up, my skin peeling. Um, I... I freak out if I have to take an antibiotic. I have a lot of anxiety. Definitely the whole PTSD from the whole C. diff, sepsis, hospital. I, I'll go right into tears. So I had recently just had surgery. I had to take an antibiotic, and I was in tears over taking them. It turns out I couldn't take them anymore, so that's a new sensitivity. Um, but I was very happy. I didn't want to take them. I only ended up taking two. But if I do have to take an antibiotic, I try to make sure it's very low on the list of what causes C. diff. The only other time I've taken one, I think, is when I had a bad spider bite. And I waited until it was crawling up my, the infection was moving up my leg. So I think we all have major trauma just at the thought of going back to that dark place. Absolutely. Nobody wants another recurrence or another infection, and we understand that. And, Christine, we're one minute before going to commercial break. Do you have a message that you'd like to share with our listeners today about anything? Yeah, I would say, I know they say go with your gut, 
but just because you're going to one doctor, don't make sure you really, if you're not happy with them, if you feel they're not listening to you, there are many other doctors out there, and there's a lot of really good doctors. So I would say find the doctor that best suits and listens to you and understands your body because I found from experience some doctors, they're just, they're just there. But there are a lot of personally good ones that understand, and they're better with different patients depending on their bodies. So be your own advocate and have someone around you that can help you when you're sick be an advocate for you because you should never be alone. I actually used to bring a pad of paper in and have all my questions written out because you kind of lose your mind with the diff. Your memory goes out the window. You can't really think. So I would actually go in with the list, ask questions, because when you go in there, you can't remember anything or your mind is just, you have that terrible brain fog. So I still get it. I still get it. But I find the really with doctors, be your own advocate. And make sure you find somebody that can help you because there are doctors out there that can help. Absolutely. And, Christine, we thank you so much for joining us today. And you're a resource. I have to put in a plug for the foundation. Your resource is wonderful. I use it all the time. (laughs) You're a big help. Thank Thank you. Thank you so much, Christine. And we really appreciate you and all that you do for others and informing them about C. diff infections. And at this time, we're going to pause for a commercial break. When we return, we will continue and welcome the next C. diff survivor, Robin, to the program for to share her C. diff message with us. We'll be right back after these messages. <music> life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Because C. difficile lives on surfaces for weeks, because it infects nearly 500,000 Americans yearly, you need disinfectants you can trust. Clorox Healthcare bleach products, cited by more studies to kill C. diff than any other products. EPA registered to kill C. diff in as fast as three minutes. Trusted disinfectants to kill C. diff spores in hospitals, because even one C. diff infection is too many. Learn more at CloroxHealthcare.com. Have you done any of these things today? Exited a restroom? Entered and exited a patient's room? Visited a doctor's office? Have you done this today? washed your hands. Hand washing remains the single most important task of the day. It takes soap, water, a minimum of 30 seconds, and a clean dry towel to turn off faucets and dry hands to stop giving germs a free ride. Keep safe from germs worldwide. Hand washing, number one in infection prevention. For additional information on hand washing instructions, visit cdifffoundation.org. The CDF Foundation offers global community support sessions. CDF can affect anyone at any age at any location in the world. Receive support from topic experts sharing information on nutrition, mental health, C. difficile prevention, treatments, and environmental safety. Get answers to your questions. You're not alone. <laughs> 
Support is just a phone call or mouse click away. To register for a session, call the CDF Foundation at 919-201-1512 or visit us on the web at cdifffoundation.org. If you missed the live broadcast of CDF Sports and more, we invite you to listen at your leisure. In addition to the on-demand show on Voice America Health and Wellness, find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Take us with you worldwide. You are listening to C. diff spores and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. Thank you so much for joining us today and welcome back to C. diff spores and more. And today we have special guests with us, uh, C. diff survivors who are here to share their journey with us and their messages, their important messages for Everyone who is listening today, and we just want to say thank you. And right now, we like to introduce and welcome Robin to the program. And thank you so much for joining us today, Robin. Thank you for having me, Nancy. Hi, everybody. <laughs> well, thank you. And we can't be um, more grateful to have you here with us. And uh, we know that you're a survivor and had your own experience and journey with a C. diff infection. And Robin, to start off, I'm just going to ask you is, how were you first diagnosed with a C. diff infection? So um, in the fall of 2016, I had been ill. I had a upper respiratory infection and strep throat. Um, I was on a couple of different antibiotics. And by December of 2016, I thought, just like Christine, I thought, geez, maybe I have a stomach bug now on top of everything. By then of December, I wasn't getting better. I was getting much worse. So um, I went and saw the physician's assistant at the doctor's office, and she was instrumental in my diagnosis because you hear so many horror stories of people never being tested for C. diff or it's dismissed as food poisoning or stomach bug. But my PA knew had to have me tested right away for C. diff. Um, the next day, she called me, and um, she confirmed it. Uh, here I am. I'm, I, had, I had heard of C. diff before. My brother's an occupational therapist. He's in and out of nursing homes. So I, but I always thought it was like an old person nursing home, you know, type of disease. So 38 years old, I'm a runner. I work out all the time, and boom, I got C. diff. C. diff didn't care. <laughs> um, so um, that was my first battle. My second battle started um, after an antibiotic for a kidney infection. Um, and even after discussing what might be a safer option for me, five days after taking that antibiotic, I again had C. diff in 2018. That's horrible. And I can relate to your words very, very personally. And thanks so much for sharing that. And Robin, did you have any recurrences with either infections? So with my first bout, um, I was on Vanco for um, four, I was on four rounds of Vanco. Um, what ultimately helped me with my first bout um, was a pulse taper version of Vanco after three rounds. The fourth round was a pulse taper. Um, that and probiotics. Um, were the two things that ended up curing me. But it just, just as Christine mentioned, as soon as you stop taking the medication, it's back. Um, 
between my first and I had a, a two transplants in between my first and second transplant with my second bout, the CDF had returned. Um, so um, with, with both bouts, I had recurrences. Okay. And thanks for sharing that. And um, Robin, what treatments were you given during your bouts besides the Vanco in 2016? Were you given the Vanco again in 18? So with my first bout, we started on Flagyl. I ended up being allergic to that, um, landed me in the hospital. I left the hospital with Vanco. Um, and from there, we used the Vanco, several rounds of Vanco with the probiotics, intestinal binders, stuff like that. Um, with my second bout, because my first bout was so bad, um, my doctor started me on deficit while we waited for my first transplant. Um, I was on the deficit for 10 days leading up to the transplant. My first transplant was with capsules. Um, and my second transplant was a push enteroscopy method. Okay. Thank you so much for sharing that. And and that was the the treatment that did resolve the infection, correct? Yes, the second um, FMT. Okay. And did you and your doctors ever discuss clinical trials? No. And I think looking back in retrospect now, that was a huge red flag. Um, in between my first and second transplant, um, I was tested... It was about three weeks after my first transplant that all of my symptoms had returned. And from then on, I was tested for the next six weeks, every single week. Um, and I just kept testing negative, knowing I had full-blown C. diff back. And there was not a clinical trial mentioned. There was no other treatments mentioned. And I think, like, after hearing from Series Therapeutics and sitting on, on that panel and listening to them, trying to develop new cures or new treatments, that's such a, a breath of fresh air. It's such, it gives us hope that you're not out of options. You're never out of options. But I wasn't given anything other than an FMT. I, my doctor mentioned in passing Zimplava, but he chose ultimately to give me another FMT. There was nothing else ever mentioned. And looking back now, um, to have hope on the horizon for, for new, new treatments and different cures, that's what we need. Absolutely. And uh, right now I'm going to share with you the, the excitement because, yes, Ceres Therapeutics SCR 109 and also Rebiotics, a faring pharmaceutical company uh, with their RBX 2660. Really exciting times for these companies, for this organizations, and all the dedication and work that they have done in the C. diff community. We applaud their their efforts and their success and hopefully um, we will have more tools in the toolbox for providers to share with the patients and you and I can get excited over that too. Uh, it's uh, like, you know, we know it's... Um, we sure do. We need this. We need hope for everybody battling C. diff. Exactly. And um, Robin, what is something you want the other patients who are listening in and their families and caregivers what would you like them to know about your experience with the FMT? Um, there, was, there was a couple of things that um, I was never told about an FMT. I believe when you sit down for a pre-op to have your FMT, you should be made aware of two crucial things. Number one, this might not work. I was never told that. I just, from every single person I've ever talked to, even to this day, I still hear them say, well, I woke up better. I felt better the next day or I was better the next month or it cured me. 
not only did my first FMT not cure me, my second FMT made it impossible for me to digest food for six months following it. So the two things that I was never told were, number one, this might not work. And number two, you're going to have side effects. Some people don't. Some people, you know, it does cure them. But for me, I was never told about about any side effects. Your immune system might fight this. Your immune system might not want someone else's microbiome in you and will do everything possible to get it out of you. Um, and that's something no one, you know, a doctor in passing might hand you a piece of paper and say, oh, be aware of this stuff. I believe it should be more of an informative meeting so that you understand this might not cure you. There are other options, and this might make you very sick for a little bit. Had I known that, what I was going through post-FMT number two, um, it might have been a little bit easier mentally, maybe not physically, having to go get um, nutrients and having to go get uh, IV nutrients and, and IV um, hydration. Um, that was hard enough, but to mentally feel like no one listened or no one cared, um, if you go in a little bit more informed about an FMT, I think it helps you through the recovery process. Great information. Thank you so much for sharing that personal information with the listeners today, Robin. And Robin, um, before we go to commercial break, would you be able to explain uh, the if there if you have any lingering symptoms uh, or what your what you experience today post C diff? Yeah, and I I think it's something that only someone else who's been through C diff can can ultimately understand with you. Your family kind of lived it with you, but that physical and mental torture is yours alone to suffer through. So, um, you for me personally, every single day of my life, my intent is to make sure I never get C diff again. I think about it every single day of my life. Um, I'm on something called a low FODMAP diet, which removes all of the irritants from your diet. It's very restrictive, but it makes me um, have a mostly pain-free or mostly uneventful week. Um, There are still days and weeks where I have post-infectious bowel. um, And like I said, my last transplant was in 2019. It's 2021. And mentally, I will never be the same because I do think about it every single day and at all costs, especially now with this covid You'll do anything to remain healthy as a CDF survivor. So between that and, and the physical aspects, restricting your diet and knowing physically and mentally what you can and cannot handle for the day, I think these reasons alone are, are why it's very important to become a part of a CDF advocacy group um, because th- those are the only people who truly understand that torture mentally and physically that you're now left with and that you've endured already. And it's really important to have those people around you to help you through your recovery. I agree completely. And thank you so much for sharing that part, Robin. And, you know, we really appreciate you being here on the program today to share your personal journey and the messages, the important message to the patients, families and caregivers and the researchers and healthcare uh, professionals who are tuning in today. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for being with us and, At this time, we are going to pause for a commercial break, and when we return, we will continue with our program and welcome Renata to the program, a C-diff survivor, uh, to share her C-diff message and journey with us. Uh, We'll be right back after these messages. Thank you so much. (music) 
because C. difficile lives on surfaces for weeks. Because it infects nearly 500,000 Americans yearly, you need disinfectants you can trust. Clorox Healthcare bleach products, cited by more studies to kill C. diff than any other products. EPA registered to kill C. diff in as fast as three minutes. Trusted disinfectants to kill C. diff spores in hospitals, because even one C. diff infection is too many. Learn more at CloroxHealthcare.com. To help support the C. diff foundation, please visit our website, cdifffoundation.org forward slash donate, or call toll-free 1-844-4-C-DIFF. That's 1-844-367-2343. Join us in our fight against C. diff and help us continue our mission of educating and advocating for C. diff infection prevention, treatments, and environmental safety worldwide. Through your continued support, we can continue raising C. diff awareness and help save lives. Donate today. Visit cdifffoundation.org. Thank you. Have you done any of these things today? Exited a restroom? Entered and exited a patient's room? Visited a doctor's office? Have you done this today? Washed your hands? Hand washing remains the single most important task of the day. It takes soap, water, a minimum of 30 seconds, and a clean dry towel to turn off faucets and dry hands to stop giving germs a free ride. Keep safe from germs worldwide. Hand washing, number one in infection prevention. For additional information on hand washing instructions, visit cdifffoundation.org. The CDF Foundation offers global community support sessions. CDF can affect anyone at any age at any location in the world. Receive support from topic experts sharing information on nutrition, mental health, C. difficile prevention, treatments, and environmental safety. Get answers to your questions. You're not alone. Support is just a phone call or mouse click away. To register for a session, call the C. diff Foundation at 919-201-1512 or visit us on the web at cdifffoundation.org. You are listening to C. diff Spores and More. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. And thank you, everyone, for joining us today. And we are so happy to have you here. Uh, right now, we are going to welcome Renata to our program. Uh, Renata is a C. diff uh, survivor and is here to share her journey and her personal message to each of us listening in today. And Renata, thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, Nancy. It's been my honor to be with you all today. Well, thank you so much. It's our honor to have you here. And Renata, we know that you have gone through your own journey and have a personal message for our listeners today. And I'm going to just start off by asking you, when were you first diagnosed with a C. diff infection? So in August 2018, I was in the hospital for pacemaker implant surgery. I spent there three nights, and uh, I received clandomycin via IV as a prophylactic antibiotics. When I got home, I was suspecting something was wrong with myself, like nausea, diarrhea, weakness. Uh, I was uh, not uh, uh, thinking this is connected with the 
pacemaker surgery. So finally, after visiting my doctor many times, I was diagnosed with CDI. Okay, amazing, and I'm so sorry that happened to you. And Renetta, how did you learn that you had um, a C. diff infection? Was it from your primary care physician or a specialist? So after two months of constantly visiting my primary physician, sometimes even twice a week, and not getting a reasonable answer, I request to send me to specialist. Okay, so it was your specialist to... Yes, um, which was, was gastroenterology. Diagnosed. Okay, okay. Um, can you share with us um, what kind of symptoms you were experiencing? So at the very beginning, after I got home from the hospital, my first symptoms was mild nausea, dizziness, and some diarrhea. Gradually, my symptoms worsened. I was having more and more nausea abdominal pain, and also diarrhea. Eventually, I noticed glazy mucosa in my stool, and also chunks look like yogurt. I was also having a lot of abdominal pain, weakness, and just feeling terribly sick and weak. Okay. And... Renata, were you treated for the infection or symptoms before you were diagnosed uh, with the C. diff infection? No, I wasn't treated for any infection. As I mentioned it, I was visiting my primary physician for two months and was complaining about my symptoms. He kept telling me I just need time to heal after my pacemaker surgery. And because of my dizziness, he was suggesting to send me to neurologist or ENT doctor. He tested, just to make me happy, he tested my stool for E. coli and salmonella, which came back negative. And then he sent me for CT of my head. Okay, interesting. So, can you explain to us your when you were first diagnosed with the C. diff infection, um, how was it treated? So, uh, when I was first diagnosed with CDI, um, I went to the gastroenterologist, as I mentioned, and she immediately suspected, according to my story, that I have CDI. She put me on Flagyl for 10 days. Later, the results from the stool test confirmed the diagnosis. Okay, and when you had the CDI, which means C. diff infection, um, during that time, did you have any recurrences? Yes, sir. Uh, I had four recurrences. My first recurrence started four days after the flagell. So she put me immediately on vancomycin for 10 days. And I was okay for 90 days when the second recurrence started, which was very violent coming on me, and I was uh, so sick and uh, so much nausea and diarrhea, countless diarrhea through the night. I went the next day to see my doctor, and she was going to put me again on the same dosage of vancomycin, 
But at that time, I was already researching and trying to learn about this infection. With the help of my daughter, we found the CD Foundation. Also, I was researching uh, in the American Gastroenterology Association and American College of Gastroenterology. I learned uh, uh, through um, CD Foundation about the fecal microbiota transplant and pulse taper therapy with vancomycin, and that was what I suggested for my doctor to put me on. The therapy she did put me on, and the therapy was spread out for eight weeks. About two months later, I failed the pulse taper therapy, and the doctor just put me back on vancomycin again. I was asking about the FMT, but uh, she insisted that we should still try the vancomycin again. Okay, and uh, Renetta, when you say that you learned about the FMT through the CETA Foundation, was it one of the call-in support sessions that uh, the alternative uh, alternate treatment was discussed with you? So, Havako uh, is my physician. Uh, 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 you referring to clinical trials? Uh, uh, no, I was just curious if um, if that's how you learned about, or was it just a, a search that you did off the website? That was a, a call with uh, Dr. Feuerstadt. I was uh, going to mention a little bit later uh, ah, okay. in my speech. Sorry, I jumped the gun on you. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> no, I was just curious. But so your physician discussed uh, and introduced you to a clinical trial. Did they? Did they not? Uh, no, my physician never discussed any clinical trials with me. I had no idea there are any. Or actually, I knew she she said something that's way far of my area. As a matter of fact, I knew at uh, uh, that time about medicine deficit. But my doctor said the medicine is very expensive and my insurance won't pay for, so she just kept me on the vanco. Later, I found out the patient's assistant programs that are available through Merck, and I would have qualified for help with the deficit. Okay, I understand. Thank you so much for sharing that. And... Uh, I'm going to jump to the to the C diff uh, infection, Renata. And um, has it resolved? Was it resolved from one FMT? Uh, and have you had any post C diff symptoms? Uh, yes, uh, um, I had uh, I had uh, since the FMT, um, uh, which I had eventually done. Uh, I was having uh, several times ups and downs and had symptoms symptoms that mimicked uh, uh, CDI, such as diarrhea and nausea. Based on my history, my new doctor always sent me to the lab, but the results had always come back negative. Before the CDI, I was uh, already having uh, some IBS and diverticulosis, but after the CDI, it all got worse. Also, I started had problem with my gallbladder, which needed to be removed four months after the FMT. I believe uh, that all this uh, contributes uh, to my symptoms uh, mimicking also 
CDI, so I understand why my doctor is keeping sending me to lab. And uh, I forgot to mention my fecal microbiota transplant was uh, via colonoscopy, and actually it was successful. It's been now almost two years, and uh, I had uh, uh, not had a, a, a CDF infection anymore uh, for almost two years. And that's wonderful, because I was just going to ask you, um, since your FMT, okay, uh, and your, that resolved your infection, um, can you share with us how long was your C- CDI from the original diagnosis to having it resolved by the FMT? So, um, uh, my, uh, I, I started, uh, that was, uh, let's say, in, I got sick in August 2018, and two months later, I got uh, uh, diagnosed uh, by the gastroenterologist, and then af- after about 10 months later, in July 2019, I had the FMT, which resolved the problem. So basically, since I got sick, it took one year to resolve it with uh, four recurrences. During uh, this time, I lost over 40 pounds, and my weight was barely about 100 pounds. And to this day, I am still working hard and slowly recover and have a very, very strict diet. And I'm still having lots of ups and downs. I never know. Uh, One day I feel fine, and I never know what is going to bring the next day. I am afraid to do any plans, travel somewhere, because I I never know what is going to happen even like an hour or two hours later. The good news is uh, that my last two tests, uh, stool tests, was negative for toxins, but also PCR. Also, uh, the biopsy taken from tissue during colonoscopy I had a few months ago, done uh, was negative for CDF. So I believe that uh, should be okay for right now unless I get another CDF episode which uh, w- it would be considered completely new infection de novo. I am strongly hoping that it won't happen and I can put all this CDF nightmare behind me the, the fear and the trauma still staying with me, but I hope that the time will gradually heal all this too. And you know what, Renata, we actually hope that it heals and the all the symptoms and, and all that you've gone through along with uh, Christine and along with Robin and the many other patients uh, who have experienced C. diff infections around the world, uh, we hope that they have continued healing uh, from this hellacious infection. And, Renetta, you're going to rejoin me after the commercial break, but right now we are going to pause for the commercial break, and when we return, we will continue discussing the C. diff infections with our survivor, Renata, and 
also um, just, you know, pay homage to all the C. diff patients and families and caregivers. So please stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Because C. difficile lives on surfaces for weeks, because it infects nearly 500,000 Americans yearly, you need disinfectants you can trust. Clorox Healthcare bleach products, cited by more studies to kill C. diff than any other products. EPA registered to kill C. diff in as fast as three minutes. Trusted disinfectants to kill C. diff spores in hospitals, because even one C. diff infection is too many. Learn more at CloroxHealthcare.com. Have you done any of these things today? Exited a restroom? Entered and exited a patient's room? Visited a doctor's office? Have you done this today? Washed your hands? Hand washing remains the single most important task of the day. It takes soap, water, a minimum of 30 seconds, and a clean dry towel to turn off faucets and dry hands to stop giving germs a free ride. Keep safe from germs worldwide. Hand washing, number one in infection prevention. For additional information on handwashing instructions, visit cdifffoundation.org. The CDF Foundation offers global community support sessions. CDF can affect anyone at any age at any location in the world. Receive support from topic experts sharing information on nutrition, mental health, C-difficile prevention, treatments, and environmental safety. Get answers to your questions. You're not alone. Support is just a phone call or mouse click away. To register for a session, call the CDF Foundation at 919-201-1512 or visit us on the web at cdifffoundation.org. To help support the CDF Foundation, please visit our website, cdifffoundation.org forward slash donate, or call toll free 1 844 4CDIF. That's 1 844 367 2343. Join us in our fight against CDF and help us continue our mission of educating and advocating for CDF infection prevention, treatments, and environmental safety worldwide. Through your continued support, we can continue raising CDF awareness and help save lives. Donate today. Visit cdifffoundation.org. Thank you. You are listening to C. diff spores and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome back to the program, and thanks so much for joining us today on C. diff spores and more, where we provide you with educational information about C. diff infection prevention, treatments, clinical trials, support, environmental safety, and more. And right now we have been, this episode, we've been discussing C. diff infections with our C. diff survivors, Christine, Robin, and Renata. Right now we'd like to welcome our C. diff survivor back, Renata, to the program. Thank you so much for joining us today, Renata. Thank you, Nancy and everyone. It's always my pleasure to speak with you. At this point, I would like to remind all patients, survivors, and other listeners that if you are suffering from this horrible disease, please don't give up. Fight. 
research and be a, an advocate for yourself. Just don't lose hope because that is not going to help you and nobody else will do it for you. If you think that you are not, going, not getting uh, all answers from your doctor or not getting better, change your doctor. Go see a different gastro or infectious disease doctor. As I mentioned earlier, I needed to do all this all by myself, and I am glad I did. Thanks to Nancy Carolla, who is the creator and president of the CD Foundation, we patients have something where we can always turn for help. They are now like my family. Just go on their website because the CD Foundation offers so many wonderful programs and the City of Global Support, like free uh, conferences on the phone that are offered offered once a month with Dr. Katerina Oneto and Dr. Paul Feuerstadt, and uh, who actually introduced me to FMT. You can ask them questions related to your CD infection, and you will get their opinion and advice. You just need to understand that you still need to keep your doctor who is treating you and prescribing you your medications. There is also conference offered once a month with certified dietitian Karen Factor who will help you with your diet. When you are going through this infection, it is very important to know what you can eat and what foods should you avoid. Another valuable resource is available once a month about caregiving with host Dave Bishop and other healthcare professionals. You can get uh, lots of valuable information about how to take care of yourself or your loved ones. During this session, you can learn about proper hygiene, how to prevent or stop spread of the CD spores so that your family will better understand what you are going through how to help stay safe and not get infected. Also, it would be a very good idea if your family joined this session so they can better understand, too. As far as preventing to grow CD spores, I was introduced to APA-registered products to disinfect my house. You can learn more about what APA products are available by visiting the cdfoundation.org and click on the Home Care tab we did a little heart next to it. All of these telesupport programs are, I just mentioned it, can be accessed by going to the CD website at www.cdfoundation.org. Under the tab CD Global Telesupport is on this page where you can sign up for all the telesupport programs for free. You can also download the mobile app called CDFNU, which is available from the Google Play Store or the Apple Store. Signing up for the telesupport session is very easy to do. You can also learn more about these programs by calling the CD Foundation at 727-205-3922 or 844-376-2343. As I mentioned earlier, I went to FMT to stop my CD uh, infection. But another thing that you can try are clinical trials because we are all different with various health conditions, 
Not every treatment is suitable for everyone. Just visit a special website, cdfclinicaltrials.com. And if you are able, there is something that you can do for the CD Foundation, and it's volunteering in your area. For example, you can spread some flyers to doctors' offices and in your area and educate people about this infection. Just go on their website, again, www.cdfoundation.com. Org, I mean. At this point, I would like to say thank you to Nancy Carala for all the incredible and hard work she is doing all year round. Without this foundation, lots of city patients wouldn't have no way where to turn for help. Also, very special thank you to all sponsors of City Foundation, also Dr. Katerina Oneto, Dr. Paul Feuerstadt, Karen Factor, and David Bishop, for donating their time and offering once a month free sessions available for all CD patients and survivors and sharing their medical expertise with us. Thank you for listening. Renata, we can't thank you enough. Thank you so much. I need to stop crying now. (laughs) But I thank you for your kind words. Thank you so much for sharing that important information with our global listeners today. And we can't thank you enough for you and Christine and Robin for sharing your time with us today. Thank you so much. We thank you, Nancy. Without you, there would be nothing. Wow. Thank you so much. You know, um, I'm just a fellow seat of survivor, just like you. And right now, we would just love to say thank you to Faring Pharmaceuticals for being the global sponsor of this year's Global CDF Awareness Walks taking place on September 25th. For more information and to register, please visit the cdifffoundation.org website. And also, thank you, Series Therapeutics, for being the diamond sponsor uh, and the platinum sponsor, Faring Pharmaceuticals, and the audio sponsor, ACURX Pharmaceuticals. Uh, along with our gold, silver, and bronze sponsors of the ninth annual International C. diff Conference and Health Expo live online two-day event taking place on November 4th and 5th. And right now, I just want to say thank you so much for your uh, for your attention and for joining us today. We send out our get well wishes to all patients. And I'm your host, Nancy Corrala, with a reminder that none of us can do this alone. All of us can do this together. We wish you a good health, continued healing, and a good day. Thank you for tuning in this week for C. diff, spores, and more. Be sure to join your host, Nancy Kerala, again next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, that's 1 p.m. Eastern Time, for another edition of our program on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. None of us can do this alone. All of us can do this together. 